at this point to fire your coach, but he's got to be in the hot seat. Uh, this was not a good year. This was, you know, everybody keeps expecting Arkansas to improve, kind of like Ole Miss did. And you saw it this year where Arkansas and Ole Miss both took step backs. Ole Miss obviously took a much bigger step back. They have uh, the off-the-field issues. Chad Kelly got hurt. Uh, you know, and it's you know, if I look at this Razorback team, I like what I see at quarterback. I'm very disappointed in the, in the suspension of their tight end Sprinkle. Uh, that that is oh my you know, god. That suspension was warranted, but the fact that it even happened is extremely disappointing. Um, and for Arkansas, for you know, you for this team to say that they're built from the lines, and you know, we have good offensive lines and good defensive lines, and this year you didn't really have that. So I think you have to start wondering, you know, what's going on? Are we actually going to get better, or are we going to keep going south? Yeah, when you have a guy shoplifting before the game, I mean, really? You're, you're that bad off. And Arkansas is a, a tight end team. They use double tights. They throw the tight end a lot. Losing him was a big deal, and that's what surprised me with a 24 nothing lead, them coming out and playing like that. But we'll, so we'll see how they finish. Um it's just been a South Carolina today looked pretty good for in the second half of the football game. They almost pulled the upset. That went to overtime. But, I mean, South Florida's a good football team, Jonathan. They're, I told you, they're not the best defensive team in the world. But uh, they can score some points. But that was a game if you're in the SEC, if you're keeping score, that's one you needed right there. You needed that game. And they lost yeah, I mean, it was, in all honesty, it was a great performance for South Carolina. Let's remember they were double-digit underdogs. Um, so, you know, nobody really had them hanging around. They had a great second-half performance. Uh, T.J. Weiss was the interim coach for USF. He got very conservative in the second half. You could see him kind of sitting on the ball. Um, and South Carolina's offense, led by Jake Bentley, the true freshman, just came out and made some plays when it mattered most. You know, they came out short in the end, but at least they got it to overtime and came back. I mean, they were down 15 points, it seemed like, for, you know, most of the game. Uh, but you're right. If you're, if, you're the, if you're an SEC person, you're looking at that, you're like, man, it really would have been nice to have that one. Yeah, because you, you knew, you know, Vanderbilt wasn't going to beat North Carolina State. But that was only like a four-and-a-half point line. But NC State's just a better football team. And Vanderbilt didn't show up, it looked like. It's just uh, what I'm seeing out of football, I'm seeing a lot of teams, like West Virginia. I mean, what are they doing, man? Come out and lose by 17 to Miami. I mean, do you really not want to be here? If you don't, just tell the bowl committee. Tell your coaches, hey, we're not playing. We don't want to play Uh, or something. It's just an embarrassment for your fans, your school. And and people wonder why attendance and bowl games are down because people don't know what to expect. You know, you spend all that time, money, vacation, what, to go watch your team lay an egg when you're supposed to win? I, I agree. I mean, I, I think we've always said you need to go ahead and um, shrink the number of bowl games, and I, I'm in favor of that. Now, what I would do is that I, I would, as far as, you know, you shrink the number of bowl games, let's say 30, okay, which is what it had been at for a while. And then I wouldn't take six and six Vanderbilt. I wouldn't take six and six North Carolina State. I'm not taking those teams. Because right? some of those teams are just looking for their season to be over. I want the nine and three Appalachian State and the ten and two Toledos. Because those are teams that they're gonna they're still fighting for it. A it's national it's nationally televised. They don't get the spotlight that much. 
B, you know all the all the draft eligible kids are trying to show scouts, hey, look, we're good. Pay attention to me at the small school. And see if you look at it, majority of our good games have been from those teams. You know, ten and two USF. Uh, you had the Toledo Appalachian State game, which was a great game. You know, we even got a good game out of Southern Miss and Louisiana Lafayette. These smaller schools, the bowl games mean more. For Vanderbilt and North Carolina State, your second tier Power Five schools, they don't care. They really don't. And for if you're a fan of those teams, I'm sorry, but you know it's true. I mean, I know North Carolina State uh, beat the smack out of Vanderbilt, but somebody's coach was trying, you know, was trying to look at the administration and say, "Hey, please don't fire me." While the other team's like, "What do we care? Like, really, what, 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 what's the point of us winning? Yeah. Who cares? We don't have conference pride." I don't think it's. I don't think you reward a mediocre. Team. If you're six and six, you're a mediocre team, right? That's what you are. You're a mediocre, up and down six and six. You're average. You don't deserve to be rewarded for that. And Mississippi State five and seven getting in the bowl. I don't care what your GPA is. You suck. You're five and seven. You get in the bowl. You almost lose to a terrible team. At that, I mean, it just shows you. People said, "Oh, they'll be motivated because they weren't even supposed to be in the bowl. The Egg Bowl was their bowl game. We all knew that. That was their bowl game. They won it. They packed it in. That's what mentally they prepared to do. About two weeks later, playing a, in a bowl game, really. So, I mean, it's just. And you got players sitting out of games. You know, we're not playing. I'm kind of fifty. I'm eighty percent. I don't really, really want to risk it. I mean, that's what we've come to, Jonathan. People aren't even playing bowl games. Some of the best players of the team. So you're going to go spend a lot of – what would you do if – would you go buy a ticket if you're a Florida State fan? Would you go buy a ticket, spend the travel, go all the way down to Florida, just say you lived up in Tennessee and you wanted to go see your team, you got there and Dalvin Cook didn't play? I mean, really? That's why people are not going to – that's why attendance is going to continue to decline and and people aren't going to watch these things because it's pathetic. The bowl season is about to get started now, I think. I think after tonight, I think you're going to start seeing some real good football games. But are starting tonight with Colorado. But, Jonathan, I'm just not impressed with it so far. And I definitely understand that. Um, you know, I think the the first, you know, couple of days of bowl season were really fun because we got to see the smaller schools that really wanted to be there. Uh, and then, you know, you hit a point where you're like, okay, these teams don't care anymore, so why do I care? Uh, you know, like yesterday, um, and, you know, and Monday, I, I just feel like those games were highly disappointing. Uh, you know, and now we're going to get good ones. I mean, we get Oklahoma State and Colorado, a top 15 matchup. You know, we're going to have our, our um, what what do they call it, the New Year's Six games, which are all going to be good matchups. I think they're all going to be really good games. Um, you know, those those are the ones where teams are playing for something because when you're in a New Year's Six Bowl, it's more important than the the um, like the Outback Bowl because it's, it's New Year's Six Bowl. It's like a BCS Bowl where it held more weight. It really held more weight. And, yeah. and you're recruiting. You're playing another good opponent. It, it really just means more. And I hate to steal the SEC tagline, but it does. It means more when you're in a power six, um, a New Year's Six game. It does. And I mean, because fans are coming to it, you know, as a player, you want to, families are coming, you want to perform well. You're, you're the, you're on a stage by yourself when you're in a New Year's Six game, really, for the most part. You're on a stage by yourself. Like tomorrow night, Florida State at eight o'clock, 
they're in Michigan. Everybody's going to be watching it, right? Everybody's going to be loving life, watching that game. And then the next day, you you get Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville, uh, LSU is your early morning game. Guess what? Three and seven, Washington, Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, and then let's just go to Monday. I mean, what a what a you know, if you're a Florida fan, you get to watch that one. But I don't like the fact West Wisconsin, Western Michigan's on at that time. I don't think New Year's Six games should be played at 1 o'clock. I'm sorry. But then we got USC, Penn State, and the Rose Bowl, and then Auburn gets their stage with against Oklahoma. I mean, those games matter, and I don't care. If Auburn gets beat by 40, it's not because they didn't want to be there. I can promise you it's because they got beat. But these early games, Jonathan, I'm telling you, these teams, I've watched them all season, you have too. They're not showing up the same that we saw in the regular season. I'm sorry. A&M, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that game could have gone either way. But, but seeing some of these other teams play, like West Virginia, watching them play, watching Pittsburgh play, I mean, they just didn't want to be there. Boise State, they didn't want to be there, did they? Mm-hmm. You know, they got, I mean – They got shellacked. In Pitt's defense, they did lose their starting quarterback and their starting running back. So, I mean, it's – I, I think injuries is what held them back. Their backup came in and put together a, a heck of a performance, uh, you know, coming in cold off the bench. But you're right. I mean, Boise State, no show, completely no show. Uh, Boise uh, Baylor just wanted it yeah, more. Um, you know, there were there have just been some really bad performances from teams that I think have caught a lot of people off guard. And I have to wonder if some of that isn't isn't on the coaches. Yeah, and, and and really, let's let's be honest and talk about it. Has the playoff and the New Year's Six Bowl taken away from the other bowl games? Meaning, players shoot for at least a New Year's Six. They want to be playoff. You can't get that. You want to be in that next group. If you can't get that, you don't care anymore. Is that where we're going because of this playoff system and the New Year's Six Bowls? No, I, I see. I don't. I hate that argument. I hate that Saban brought it up because that's so hypocritical of him. And he hates the playoffs because that means his team has to play an extra game. Uh, he would rather just play the championship game and get it over with. When we had the BCS, <laughs> he still cared about what bowl game they were in. It's true. When we had the B, oh, well, you're not in the BCS bowl, so who cares? That was not the sentiment. If you were in the Outback Bowl or you were in the Capital One Bowl, the Citrus Bowl now, the Chick-fil-A Bowl didn't used to be a BCS Bowl. People cared about those games, especially the Chick-fil-A, because it was the – that game ended and then it was New Year's. Um, you know, so I don't I, – I don't like that argument. I said, if you're saying that, then you're saying the bowl system's been broken ever since they had multiple bowl games. So, I mean, are people – or the media, are they putting so much weight on those games that the other people, the players themselves, are just like, well, this game doesn't matter. Nobody cares, you know. Nobody cares about our little game that we're playing. That's what I meant, really, in the mentality of a player. If you don't make that, you know, that level of a game, mm-hmm. how really vested are you in going career, really, for an injury, and now we've got a lot of divas. This is not the old days, Jonathan, where bowl games matter no matter where you are. These kids think they're entitled to everything, and, well, we didn't get there, so I'm not going to really care. I'm not going to really play. I just think it's a new generation we're looking at, you know, the, the type of player we have. It's very selfish, 
And I think that could be a reason for some of these piss poor performances. And I'm not even the winning teams aren't looking that good. I mean, it's it's not like I mean, one team looks great and the other one looks bad. I mean, it's just I can just tell a difference when I watch football this year than in years past in the bowl games, even last year. Well, I mean, I, I do think this year is an issue that does need to get resolved because uh, attendance is way down, and that's that's never a good sign. Uh, and you know, I think you know you've seen more and more teams where it's like they didn't even bother to show up. And I think that's more of a there's too many bowl games, too many teams who don't deserve to be there. There kind of an issue. But if you restrict yeah. the number back to what it used to be, I don't think we'd have we we'd still have teams who would forget to show up, and that's the problem with like coaching changes, right? The Temple, they know sort of the whole half against Wake Forest, and then they came back and fought and made it a game. You know, uh, what, you know, it's, yeah. it's the, the, usually the rule of thumb is if a team loses their head coach, you go the other way. And you know, when you're they're allocating any capital in that game, um, so I think I think we just need to, to cut back on the number of bowl games again. Um, that might be a good idea. As much as I love all the bowl games, don't get me wrong, and you know ESPN loves them because it's, it's just programming for them at the end of the day. The reason why ESPN well, is okay with so many bowl games is because it takes away four hours of just sports center. But even even cutting back the bowl games, what's going to make Arkansas show up against Virginia Tech? Arkansas is a 7-5 and five team against a Virginia Tech. I mean, what makes them more important and more watchable? If you cut back the bowl games, you don't have to watch them. Virginia Tech just took the lead, by the way, and they're on a 28-0 run. But you don't have to watch these bowl games. But you can choose which ones you want. So we're really penalizing players and schools. If you cut back bowl games, that's not going to increase attendance for bowl games, really. I mean, it is what it is. Who's coming to their bowl game? Who's supporting Arkansas Virginia Tech? Does that make sense? Oh, no, I see what you're saying. I'm just saying, you know, you you cut 20 teams out, and all of a sudden it's an actual, you know, it's a competition, it's an honor to get invited to a bowl, where now as long as you have six games, you're guaranteed a bowl. So what I'm saying is if you cut if you cut them back, yeah, you're punishing the players who don't get a shot to play in, a, play in one. You're punishing uh, the coaching staff who doesn't get those 15, you know, the extra practices, I think it's 15, uh, with the team and whatnot. Um but at, at the same time, I think the games will matter a little more than to some of these schools because we'd have less six and six matchups um, where, than you know than we do now. Uh, that's my only thing. I mean, well, you know me. If they if everybody played in a bowl game at the end of the year, I'd be okay with it. I love watching these things. Yeah. They give me an excuse. But these to get bowls away are starting everybody. to lose money. These these bowls are starting to lose money, Jonathan. I mean, how much longer can they survive losing money like this? And schools. Like some schools, like Vanderbilt, I mean, they lost money by going to a bowl game because they're not going to sell their allotment. They're not going to participate in any. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's like unless you're in a, you can lose a lot of money in these bowl games if you're not careful. That's why they're so careful in selecting, especially the bigger bowl games like the Citrus Bowl and the. Uh, the Chick-fil-A Bowl, people, people like that. They they want the best matchups, Outback Bowl, because they realize how much money is at stake. You want a team that's not heading down, like the Outback Bowl getting Florida. The only reason they, they took them probably because they're at Florida and they will come because it's down the street maybe. Uh, but 
you, you really want Florida in a in a bowl game right now after getting trounced by Florida State and Alabama? Is that really who you want? <laughs> I mean, are you fired up right now if you're a Florida fan? Do you really want to see yourself play Iowa, your team? And I mean, that's a bad game. I just I think you're right. If you cut down the teams, if you cut down the teams to the deserving teams with at least eight wins, say, so you got to have eight wins to be bowl eligible. Um, boy, mm-hmm. the matchups would be so much better, man. God, there'd be so much better matchups, and, and and it would make them play harder because instead of playing a six and six team, they're playing an eight and four, nine and three team. So you want to play that and show who's better, you know? Makes you play harder. But Mississippi State getting mm-hmm. in playing nobody, it just—I mean—they didn't have any motivation for that game. Right. No, I definitely agree with that. I mean, if I look at that Mississippi State game, one team really wanted to be there. That was Miami of Ohio. And that's because they started the year 0-6. They finished 6-0. and They worked hard to get ball eligible. And that was a cool story. But I'm with you. Eight wins. I don't care which conference you're in. I don't. Eight wins is your baseline. Get to eight wins, you're guaranteed a bowl game. If there's any available bowl slots left, we'll, we'll pick apart the seven-win teams. But we've got to make sure we pick teams that actually want to be there and actually want to show up. Now, the only problem is, is that, unfortunately, I don't think we can cut back bowl games until the bowl games themselves fold. That's, I think that's the situation we're going to be in right now. So, you know, we can't keep adding teams to Division One. That's not going to pad you know, your win-loss record. That's, it, that's not how that works. So we, we really need to figure out a system that rewards teams and incentivize these teams. We need to incentivize the players and the, the teams, the coaches, the fans to come to the game. And if that's more local matchups, Maybe you take some of the bowl games and you take them out of neutral stadiums and you put them in somebody's home site. I don't know. But we, there's, something's got to be done. Something's got to be figured out because the lack of attendance for the bowl games is what's bothering me more than almost anything at this point. Yeah, it's dying. I mean, it's, it's, it's collapsing. You can, they, 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 they try not to show the crowd. You know, they try the end is not to show the crowd. I'm watching Auburn basketball. They just, they're down two to Georgia in Auburn. They were up 12 at one point or 14, and they choking away a lead, for God's sake. But anyway, I mean, bowl games, I, I like that idea about, like, if you're if you're an 8-4 and four team playing a 7-3 and or a 9-3 and three team playing a 8-4 and four team, you get selected, that game's in your home stadium. Whoever's got the better record gets to, gets to be the home team. Or it's selected by a coin toss or whoever the bowl, say the – the Sugar Bowl or something, you know, or just say they're hosting the bowl game, but it's going to be in Baton Rouge if LSU won or something, you know, and they're the home team. So that, that may be something they look at doing. But something's got to be done. It's just not watchable. It's not watchable. The only reason people are watching Virginia Tech, Arkansas right now is because our, Virginia Tech's come back down 24 nothing. That's a good story, you know. That's a good story. They want to see that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, until – I'm telling you, the cutoffs tonight, starting tonight, you'll start seeing good bowl games. I mean, starting tonight. We had to wait all the way to 12:29, and we started seeing some decent bowl games. Georgia's up by yeah. six now, by the way. They went, they've been on a 6-0 run with five minutes left. Oh, good old Auburn, choking away a lead. Good job. Uh, don't make the comeback. Come on. He should be strong. Yeah, but I just saw it coming. Just saw yeah, it well. folding. 
Well, tomorrow is uh, the the eve before the big playoff games, and man, this Washington Alabama Jonathan man, that's a that line's already dropped. I heard, you know, the the pu- the public pushed that line up early, but the wise guys action has moved that line down. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people that have a lot of money are taking Washington in this game, taking the points. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard as well. Uh, I think that's a um, think that's a, a good move by the public. Uh, I was listening to a uh, a couple you know Vegas guys talk about it, and they're like, we would have honestly you know set the line at realistically ten, but you know the public's just going to bet it up to uh, to seventeen. It doesn't really matter where you put it; it's where it's going to end up. Um, the Washington's a, a very good team that I think a lot of people haven't paid much attention to because they're on the West Coast. A lot of their games are, uh, you know, after your team's game, so what do you care, right? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, I think, uh, you know, and a lot of people respect Peterson. He's a very good coach, and these are the kind of games that he wins. So it's it's definitely going to be something to see uh, Saturday. I'm I'm really excited for the game. You already know what boat I'm on. Uh, so, you know, go Huskies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. You may blow your mind right quick, but I think Washington jumps out to a two-touchdown lead in this game early. And it kind of mm. puts Alabama in panic a little bit and keeps the game close throughout. And Washington covers. They may not win, but by getting up 14 to nothing, I think they're going to cover the spread. And I think a lot of people will be chasing in the second half trying to make their money back on Bama covering. Because a lot of people, Bama fans that bet the game, they bet the first half too. Mm -hmm. Auburn's down by eight now. Do you think they're coming back with four minutes left? Yeah. You do? Well, they just airballed a three. Uh, Call a timeout at some point, Bruce. Yeah, you don't want to lose that sucky-ass Georgia team at home your first SEC game. Trust me, it doesn't get any easier than Georgia. Yeah, I had that conversation with Florida State yesterday when they played Wake Forest, uh, and they just – they were trailing, it seemed like, most of the game um, and then went on a huge run at the end, one by 12. I mean, they weren't – they were down up until about four minutes left and just turned on the afterburner. So, uh, I just – you know, basketball, especially college basketball, is a game of runs. Um, so it's, it's always, you know, I always like to wait for the last minute at this point until I make a uh, a final determination in a game like this. So it's 10 now. Oh, boy. 10 points. Yeah, that's how quick it got away. Auburn was blowing them out, too. And they just, it's a game of runs, but you've got to be able to call a timeout. you got to be able to call a timeout earlier than that. So, anyway, getting back to football, getting back to football, Washington, Alabama, I just think people are, and maybe, just maybe, this conference that they played in all year is not what people thought. And and I, I hate using bowl games as a gauge because of, of what we see, teams not showing up, different mismatches, different records and stuff, but, I mean, Let's look at it. A and M lost to Kansas State. They're just a mediocre team. Um, Mississippi State mm-hmm. barely beats uh, whoever the hell they played. 
It's just I don't know. I mean, I mean Alabama's look good against the opponents at times. They 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 do start out slow. One thing about Alabama, Jonathan, they don't start fast. They start slow, and you get a freshman quarterback in this kind of stage, get him down in a fourteen to nothing hole. How does this team respond? I know you were you were down against Ole Miss pretty big on the road, but that's a little different environment than the the semifinals. It's a little different pressure. Um, Washington needs to get out early. I think that's the key to them winning this game and keeping it close. They have to they have to strike early. They have to to make Jalen Hurts make decisions in this game. And they, they have to make him make some mistakes because he makes mistakes, trust me. If Auburn had any kind of offense, they would have been in that game all the way at the very end, maybe won it because they turned him over. They picked him off a couple of times. So look for Washington, the best secondary in the country. If he starts trying to throw downfield, they could be they could be a couple of picks early in this game that could set the tone. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, Sidney Jones is somebody you don't want to throw out. He's a first-round talent for a reason. Um, their other corner whose name slipped my mind, I want to yeah, they have him marked from, you know, third, fourth round. I mean, you, when you have two guys who you're talking about, you know, first three rounds of the draft going, that's it's a lot of talent that maybe, you know, other people have kind of overlooked. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it's a very good secondary. It's a very good D-line. You know, they're going to have to get a pass rush. Now, Alabama will still run the ball pretty heavily, obviously, out of that. Um, that zone read, it's going to be interesting to see uh, if Bama can um, take advantage of O.J. Howard. He seems to always play uh, up to the uh, the game. You know, whenever there's a big game and they need him, he seems to show up. It's just the games in between, he tends to disappear. And then how will Alabama's defense contain Washington's offense? Because you're talking about a great defense. There's no doubt about that Alabama's defense is probably the best in the country. Um, they have shown some weaknesses this year. Uh, we have seen teams be able to throw on them. This Arkansas team threw for, I think, 400 on them. Um, so it'd be interesting to yeah, have the secondary tested by uh, Fred Ross. Uh, the other receiver slipped my mind. Uh, Austin Pettis, you know, Jake Browning, 42 touchdowns and seven interceptions. And, you know, a lot of people look at that USC game, they're like, look, look how bad he did. And it's like, well, it's one game. Everybody has a bad game. You know, you got two good running yep. backs at Washington, an offensive line that's been good all year. Uh, that's the matchup I want to see is Alabama's defense against Washington's offense. Because if they can shut them down, I don't know if Washington can win this game. The Washington is going to have to run the football. It's something that no, no team's been able to do this year. And I think – this is a good chance for Washington because Alabama's going to be thinking they're going to be striking in the air, you know, throwing, you know, throwing short passes. So they've got a couple of deep options they can do. But if they can kill off some running yards in this game in the first half, kind of tire down this defense, slow it down a little bit. One of their defensive linemen, one of their backups, blew his hand, blew his finger off of the shotgun. So that could be something we can look at. Just, just the depth of Alabama hasn't been tested. I really. I think teams haven't tried really to run the ball on Alabama because they don't believe they can. They try a couple of times and they quit when they don't get anything, but they they neglect to keep they they quit running the football. And I think Washington can't give up on running the football if they're going to win. I agree. I mean, they got to get Miles Gaskin going. They got to run the ball. 
um, and really get out. You know, you're right. The only way to beat Alabama is to be able to run it down their throat. If you can't run the football in Bama, you're going to struggle. You're going to have a hard time. Uh, you know, you know that Ole Miss game last year, they didn't really run the ball that well. But, you know, you got five turnovers. That kind of balances it out and makes it easy. You know, so let's assume Alabama doesn't turn the ball over five times. Yeah, I mean, you're going to need over 100 on the ground, probably at least a buck 50 uh, to really show, get the balance going. Because if not, Bama's just going to sit back in a zone. They're going to bring some pressure with that front seven, and Browning's going to be a sitting duck in the pocket. Yeah, that's the key. If, if, if he's, a, he's not a mobile quarterback, the only way they can win is running the football and setting up that play action. If you give him time to throw, he's going to hit his receivers. He's got a lot of, a lot of weapons. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this game, and I'm gonna say Alabama Jonathan, but it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a four quarter football game if, if they can if they can do it if they can run the football. And I think they can. I think their coach is good enough to figure something out. And, and there comes a time when these Alabama players start really believing they're invincible, and sometimes you can get a little too cocky. And I don't think they would overlook Washington, but it's kind of hard when you've won this many games in a row and you're this good. To kind of not look at the next week of who we're going to be playing, Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson, really, and be careful because Washington's the team. If they win this game, they're going to win. the winner of this game is going to be your national champion. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with that. I think these are the two best teams as of right now um, in the country, and I'm kind of happy that Alabama got. Um, Washington, because I don't think Ohio State's going to be much of a challenge. Now, watch I say that Ohio State's going to win the whole thing, uh, just like 2014. But I, I really, honestly believe that we're, we're going to sit, we're going to look at this at the end of the day and realize that wow, what a great game this was. I don't think either team is going to blow each other out. I don't think this is a rematch of the Michigan State game last year. I'm going to go contrarian. I know 99.9% of the country is going Bama. I'm going to take Washington, and I'm taking Washington because I want Washington to win. This is a team that I've been behind all year. Um, you know, I, I just think they're a good team. They're fun to watch, and I really like their coach. Uh, I think he, I think he's going to have the right game plan uh, to figure out a way to exploit, exploit the weaknesses of Bama's defense and their offense. Uh, I'm going to take the Huskies in a tight, tight, tight game. All right, Jason Humphrey from Oregon. Who do you like in this game? Why? I like Alabama, um, but the key for Washington is um, as long as they could keep the offensive play card in to 50-50 one pass, um, not not let Alabama blitz every down because Washington's passing it. I think. I think Alabama's going to have a fight, but I think they pull ahead in the long run. Okay. So you like Alabama, man. You're you're supposed to be pulling for Washington this game. Who are you pulling for? No, no, I, I can't I can't vote for Washington. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't care if you paid me. Uh-uh. <laughs> Why? Right, we ain't Washington. That's a that's a that's a Pac-12 team. Man. What are you talking about? I don't care. It's my rival. I don't care. Stop playing one one. You cannot win for your rival. I don't care. We're playing Iraq. 
Jason, do you think I'm pulling for Alabama or Washington Saturday? Well, I, I think you're pulling for Alabama because Alabama is the best, better football team. <laughs> I'm not pulling for Alabama because they're the better football team. Are you crazy? They're the, they're the better football team in people's eyes, but I, I would pull yeah. for ISIS before I would Alabama. Yeah. Same, same with you. But um, um, yeah, let me have my neutral. twenty seconds of um, twenty seconds of fame. Oregon did beat number two UCLA last night on a beat of shot. So, repeat. Yeah, well, here, here's my moment. Auburn's losing by thirteen at home to a crappy Georgia team. They're shooting seventy percent from the field tonight. And I don't know if you guys care about number 13, but they just went down. So, to St. John's. Wait, why? We don't care. But they went down to St. John's. How? Jonathan must have bet on it. Uh, St. John's scored more points. Good. Yeah. Well, I see a picture well, of Van Gundy here, Oklahoma State. Boy, he's rocking the mullet, isn't he? Yeah, I'm um, God, oh. that's ugly. Um, back to the bowl, um, bowl argument you guys having. I say that they it should have been an eight-game requirement. I think you got to win eight games. Right. I'm tired of this system, this BS, system, this is mediocre. You win eight games. That should be bowl eligible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight eight games should be it. Eight eight yeah. games. That's it. Seven mm-hmm. and five doesn't mean you're a real good team. Eight and yeah. four, you know. That's what Auburn finishes this year. And I think Auburn deserves a, a bowl game. You know, I mean, they, they're scheduling everything. Eight wins is respectable. Nine wins yeah. is, is real good. Ten wins is what. You know, I mean, it's six and six. You're, again, it's just it's just world we live in where everybody gets a trophy kind of like. I'm surprised Oregon didn't make a bowl. Yeah. Jason, how did y'all work? I know. It's, yeah, that's why we fought the coast. No bogeys. Yeah, it'll, it'll be four and eight teams next year, guys. I'll be adding more yeah. bowls. And we'll see Oregon making, making a bowl. Four and eight this year, Jason? Yeah, four and eight. But um yeah, if they had more bowl games, if they had more bowl games, there's not going to be that that much longer if a four and eighteen makes it. Um, so, um, well, well, Arkansas, before, well, Jason, buddy, I appreciate you, bud. Arkansas is imploding right before our eyes here. They can't even get a first down. Let's, let's <laughs> bring Quinn on real quick. Quinn, what do you think about the playoffs? I'm excited for them, but uh, I think I think Alabama blows away Washington. I, I I honestly just I don't feel that Washington has it on has enough on either side to to keep it. They might keep it close for a half, but I feel in the second half Alabama is gonna gonna wear them down with their size. And they're better than what you think, though. I've been back watching film, Quinn, on this Washington team, and they're, they're a physical bunch of kids, man. But yeah, they're, they're not as big as Alabama, but 
I mean, bigger's not always better, but Washington is, I mean, for a month they've been getting told. I mean, they're even getting asked in, the, in their interviews, do you think he even has a shot to be close to play this mighty, mighty Alabama team? And, I mean, you, all you're doing is pissing Washington off. That's what you're doing. You, I mean, you've seen it. Utah beat Alabama. Ohio State beat them. Oklahoma beat them. And every those three games had the same thing in common. People are asking, is there any way you think you could beat Alabama? They seem invincible. And all of a sudden they get shellacked. Look for the same start Utah did against Alabama in this game. And then that's going to get everybody wondering. Virginia Tech just picked the ball off and then fumbled it and covered it. Arkansas sucks. It's official. (laughs) (laughs) Told you. It is kind of it is kind of fun watching teams you don't like lose. It is kind of fun. You know, screw the conference things and everything, but it is it is kind of fun watching Will Muschamp lose. It's fun watching uh Arkin Brett Bielema lose. It's kind of fun. Maybe I can forget this whole conference thing, you know, and just start laughing at everybody losing. Told you. Been trying to tell you. Been trying. Don't don't go go and just look at the game of Jackson and go, who would I rather win this game? And that's who I'm gonna pull for. And that's what I've been doing this bowl season. And it's been a pretty fun bowl season if I do that. Uh, we're about to take a bit Austin Austin Allen that name I mean I think all of our Arkansas team should have went in the belt and stole something and got arrested and kicked off the, the team. That's what should have happened. <laughs> but the uh, thing about Virginia uh, guys, and, and this is a thing that I would fire Brett Beal in the fourth. And one thing is, the defense has been horrible every year he's been there to spout. They've sucked. And you can't win without a defense. You're down 24. You're up 24 to nothing. You give up 35 in the second half. I mean, really? I mean, that's, that's coaching to me. That's Brett Bielema and his grown-out beard and his 300-pound sales for overeating in the holidays. Can't even beat Virginia Tech. But I did think Virginia well, Tech in my bowl pool. Yeah, did you hear the crazy statistic? Like, Arkansas in the first half has outscored opponent yeah. by, like, a 60-point differential, and then in the second like half playing. they gotten outscored by yeah, well, 90 points. Yeah, well, I the show earlier, and you'll, you'll hear this stuff. <laughs> I, I was out I was out with my grandpa watching the game and then I came back and I'm like oh, uh, well, let's, let's talk about the this second semifinal real quick we, we're going to go about 20 more minutes about right in there 15 20 uh, Clemson Ohio State that game is a big one Saturday and I, I think Vegas has this one wrong I think the public has it wrong I think Clemson should be favored in this game I don't think Ohio State has the offense to be able to beat Clemson. I think, you know, you look at everything. You look at those receivers for Clemson. You look at that big front seven. I guess every all signs point to a rematch in the national championship to me. I think Clemson gets it done. I think Ohio State's the worst team out of the four in the playoff and shouldn't even be there. Quinn, I'll start with you. Who do you like in this game? I I like uh, Clemson. Um, I uh, 
I like Watson more than Barrett, and um, I think Clemson's defense uh, will do enough with a very inconsistent Ohio State offense to win by about 10 points. That's about right. Jonathan, who do you like, buddy? I know you're not up to Clemson because you hate them. Oh, you know, I can't stand Clemson, but I can't stand Ohio State either. Um, So, to be completely honest, Clemson going to win this game. I think they have have the better quarterback. I think they have – actually, I think they have a much better offense in general. Um, You know, as long as Deshaun Watson doesn't turn the ball over uh, three, four, five times, I think Clemson rolls in this one. You know, they had their safety run in his mouth about how – J.T. Barrett's not the best quarterback they've seen this year, which, I mean, he's kind of got a point. They did beat the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, but, you know, I just think this Clemson team, they're licking their chops. They want their second chance at a title. They know they're the better team. Uh, Ohio State shouldn't be here. I like the Tigers, and I like them by double digits. Yeah, I'm thinking I like Quinn. I like the 10 points at least. I, I like them by at least 10 points. And we'll talk about Monday's games, Iowa, Florida, Wisconsin, Western Michigan, USC, Penn State, Auburn, Oklahoma. We'll either do a show Saturday night after the game's over. Uh, what time does that game be over? About 10? No, we can't wait that late. Um, we could either do a show Saturday night or Sunday regular time and, and hit those games. But – I just wanted to make sure we we get these games in right here. Uh, Kentucky-Georgia Tech is a game we're going to see Saturday as well. It's, again, the SEC is in a downward spiral, spiral right now, and their only saving grace is Georgia winning, Tennessee winning, just to get them even close to 500. Then LSU is going to have to win Alabama and Auburn and Florida. I just think this could be a bad bowl season, Quinn, for the SEC in general, just based off what I'm seeing right now. But, again, yeah. the SEC, they they won the only game. Well, they've been favored in two of them. They won one of them. So they've lost all the games they were supposed to, really. So are you, are you surprised by anything you're seeing right now? They didn't cover the spread in the one they won. Oh, no. It generally more, Brian. It just means more. Nothing too shocking to me. And all that it's shocking that Arkansas blew a twenty-four. It's not shocking that Arkansas blew a twenty-four point lead after seeing that stat. It's not shocking to me that Arkansas lost to Virginia Tech because I picked them. I didn't pick them to cover the seven, but I picked them to win. Um, I picked Virginia Tech to win the football game. I didn't pick Vanderbilt to beat NC State. I didn't pick South Carolina to beat uh, USF. But the game that's the most disappointing to me so far has been the A&M losing to Kansas State. So all these SEC haters out there is what I'm talking to. They're like, oh, the SEC sucks. Well, shit, they they won. They lost one game that they were they were favored in. Yeah, they lost it. They should have won it, but. But we'll see. we'll see, and I think the the biggest teams in the SEC being LSU, Alabama, Florida, tennis, or Auburn, Tennessee, I think those teams need to win, Jonathan, in order for your conference, really. Your best teams need to win the bowl game. Now, your sucky 6-6, six 5-7 and six, five and seven teams, they lose. That can happen because they're playing good teams. Arkansas is playing a real good Virginia Tech team that 
could make a run at the the ACC next year, to be honest with you, Jonathan. That's how good this Virginia Tech team is going to be next year. Yeah, I mean, they played uh, for the title. Oh, my. They played for the title this year. Um, and th- I think this is a team that is ahead of schedule compared to what uh, everybody thought they were going to be with the new coach coming in for Wednesday. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, there just comes a point where we got 12 teams into the bowl game. You should probably stop that argument. That does that doesn't tell me which conference is the best conference. All right, because the ACC got 11, but Pitt lost to Northwestern. That didn't look good. You know, it doesn't matter how many teams you get in. It's what those teams do when they get there. And that's what we're seeing right yeah. now is what they're doing. Uh, Vanderbilt just got slapped by an NC State team. Uh, Mississippi State no showed against Miami, Ohio. Got lucky they won. Arkansas is just melting down in the here in the second half. No, I, I agree. You know, in A and M last night, it, that that's A and M. You know, and that's one of those. How much longer is someone going to be allowed to kind of hang around at College Station before they decide? You know what? It's time to move on. Now I get it. The big thing right now is the buyout, and the running joke is once um, the price of oil breaks seventy bucks a barrel. Uh, Kevin, someone's gone, but I, I, you know, South Carolina lost today. Uh, they covered the spread, uh, but you know that was a team that I think had the best bowl performance at any of the SEC squads so far with uh, everything that they showed, and that's a young, young South Carolina team. I think is only going to get better. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, it does matter. What is Kentucky going to do? What's George, What's Kentucky going to do against Georgia Tech? Georgia. What's, uh, yeah. I mean, Georgia Tech already beat Georgia Vanderbilt. Yeah. I, I think, What's that you know, I think Georgia loses too. I think Georgia loses too, and I, mm. I, I think uh, I think Tennessee's going to win, but I think Florida can lose. Uh, and LSU, Quinn, tell me if I'm wrong here. They're that team that always seems like in a bowl game they they just don't play very well. And now with Fournette being out, Louisville's got a, a Heisman Trophy quarterback that they feel like. They're probably pissed off that they got left out of the Orange Bowl, and they're out to prove a point. If they can come out and is Lamar Jackson back next year? He's back. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, he comes out and has a party against LSU, and they win big. He's already the front runner for the Heisman next year. Going into it, this I think LSU's in trouble. I I may be wrong. LSU may win the game, but it's just these SEC teams tend to no show in some of these games. At least one of the two. So you've got you've got the Outback Bowl or the or the Citrus Bowl. One of those are one of those are gonna lose. One of those SEC teams will lose. Is it gonna be Florida? Is it gonna be LSU? Um, I, but I think it'll be good for the SEC if Auburn beats Oklahoma, Jonathan. If, if if just say if Alabama won the championship, Auburn beat Oklahoma, I think that would Help the SEC a lot because there's the two biggest stages right there, and they and they won, and I think that would say a lot too. Yeah, I mean, if Alabama were to go on and win a national title, it just you know, as as far as the conference goes, like who cares? We got we got the national champ. Um, and then of course you're going to hear that stupid argument of well, these teams didn't care because they weren't playing for the national title. Well, stop <laughs> that. Stop it. Stop. Okay, because that, that argument bothers me. Because the seniors, again, this is what he said. What it, if your team no-shows in a bowl game, what it tells me is you have no senior leadership. 
Because I don't know anybody who's like, yeah, this might be the last football game I ever play. Let's lose it. Screw it. Who cares? And you guys, yeah, and, and also, and Jonathan, you, also, mm-hmm. also, these teams that are saying that, these fan bases, they've never played for a damn championship or haven't been there in 20 years. Oh, we're not playing for the championship. We didn't want to be there. Well, when's the last time you played for one? You know, it's like. Well, <laughs> Bama used that excuse when they lost to Utah. And it's like, ah, come on, and guys. Oklahoma. And Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, well, we didn't care because it wasn't the title. You think Saban sat there and said, who cares, we lost? No. Saban was pissed. You know, because you know, here's the thing. Wow. You lose that game. You lose that bowl game. You lose recruiting momentum. Kids start looking other places. So this whole, what have you done for me lately? What was, your, what was the last impression you made before I signed my LOI? My last impression was, oh, you forgot to show up for a bowl game. Well, why do I want to go with that? Oh, I want to go to a program that fights every week. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. There's pride and, like, there's seniors on teams. Yeah, let's just go out and lay an egg. We don't care if we live. That's how you end your career. That's how you get hurt. When you, If you're out on the field and you're not focused and you're not giving uh, an effort, that's how you end your career with an ACL injury or break your leg. So I think you need to be caring. That's why I like teams like Western Michigan out there that are they're playing. They got the whole country is on Western Michigan's side right now, Quinn. You get to watch them play. That's the kind of game I want to see. I want to see Wisconsin with that power rushing attack and the way they play against a Western Michigan team that really wants to be there. And really, that was their goal of the season was to make the Cotton Bowl, and that's. That was funny how it showed all their goals and everything, how they made it. Do you think this Western Michigan team is going to be fired up when they come in and play Wisconsin? I think so. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a dangerous game for Wisconsin. And I, I was at one of my friend's house on Christmas Eve who goes to Madison, and I was telling them how it's a danger, how it's a dangerous game for them because really – Really, Wisconsin's in a lose-lose situation. If they win, people will say, oh, it's Western Michigan. But if they lose, they'll say, well, you lost to Western Michigan. And so this situation kind of reminds me of when Wisconsin was playing TCU in the Rose Bowl a few year, years ago, and I think TCU was yep. still in the Mountain West. Yep. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. They lost that game. And still think like, that How could you lose the TCU? I'm, telling you, I'm yeah. telling you guys, and I'm not saying this because I'm an Auburn fan, but that Auburn-Oklahoma game is going to be the best game in the bowl season. I'm telling you. That game will be mm. the best game mm. of the bowl season. It's, it's got, I'm Mm-mm. telling you. Mm-mm. I, you know, I don't think, oh, I don't yeah, think I Auburn beat – Florida State, Michigan. I, I don't. I don't think Auburn beating the crap out of Oklahoma qualifies it as the best game of the bowl season. It'll make me feel better. It's the best game of my season. I'm gonna tell you, this is a big game tomorrow night at eight o'clock. I don't know where Jonathan's gonna be. Are you gonna be watching this Fall State Michigan game, Jonathan? By chance, will you be checking in on it? Uh, I, I might be looking at the updates on my phone, um, you know, just checking in every time something happens. I, I don't – I you know, I, I'm, like, I'm like Alabama fans. If it's not for national title, what do I care? 
Yeah. I think it's going to be a phenomenal game, and a lot of people are on Michigan in this game, and rightfully so. I mean, they they claim to be just that the best team should be in the Final Four. But, Quinn, one thing about Michigan that people forget about, Jim Harbaugh cried for about a week after that, which means – Ever, all the importance and emphasis was on beating Ohio State and making that playoff. They didn't do that. So how does Jim Harbaugh get these Michigan players to play? Are they going to come out pissed off to prove a point? Or are they going to kind of play flat and, and once they face adversity kind of give up? Because this Florida State team is a good football team. They're very athletic. they got speed. The Big Ten, I'm sorry, I don't really see speed in that conference. This is in the backyard of Dalvin Cook right here this is it's just you don't lose a bowl game in florida if you're florida state you, you've beaten everybody in in the state you're not going to lose to somebody out of state coming into your house really and winning a bowl game especially jim harbaugh michigan someone that's recruiting the same players that jimbo's recruiting quinn so why is michigan a seven point favorite in this game i know you you like michigan's defense in this game right yeah, I do. I I think uh I think Michigan's gonna come out pissed off. Um uh, I think Harbaugh he might have complained for a week but he had plenty of time to prepare his players and he's he's pretty good with game preparation, so I think they're gonna be fired up and ready to prove a point and to prove that they should have been in the playoff. Yeah, Jonathan, who do you like in this one? Uh, first, yeah, well, yeah, that's a great question. Nice Snickers win. Um, first team to 20 wins, Florida State's going to be the first team to 20. Uh, what, why I like our chances here is because our, our defense has played well, and it's like Michigan's offense is terrifying. Uh, the one thing that's been given a struggle all year is uh, mobile dual-threat quarterbacks. Wilton State's not a dual-threat uh, dual quarterback. Uh, Tavares McFadden is going to have a good day against Darbo. Jake Butts going to be the uh, the key for Michigan's offense. If he has a big day, they could they could easily just run away with this. We've had a tough time covering tight ends, especially with Ermon Lane out. Uh, we're going to be very young at safety in this game. Um, offensively, what I saw in the Iowa game when Wadley, their running back, just kept getting outside and picking up yards. Yeah, Dalvin's going to eat feast on that. I mean, we remember in the Clemson game, those big runs he had were all off tackle, and Michigan has a hard time with contain. Uh, so I think Dalvin's going to have a big game, especially considering it's going to be his last college game. It's at, it's at home for him. I mean, he's from Miami. I think Florida State wins a, uh, a lower-scoring, tight game. This is going to be a fun one. Florida State outright, 20 Four to 20. That's what I was thinking. It's going to be a good one. Hey, did y'all see that video on Facebook where the guy was opening his Christmas present and his cat attacked him? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that, cat, that cat had some of them bad inventions. We cut that guy to pieces. Quinn, go to my Facebook, look at my page. Yeah, guy, he's excited. He's opening his box. All of a sudden, this cat comes out of nowhere and just lights him up, man. Attacks him, tackles him. Yeah, that cat wanted that box. He wanted that wrapping paper or something. I don't know what he wanted, but. He was jealous. It was pretty Oh, it's a cat. Cat are little women, so maybe it was just, you know, being evil. 
I'm, Quinn, did you get my Christmas present? I sent, I sent you a hairless cat in the mail. Did you get it? <laughs> no. Oh boy! This way. It'll be a box. It'll be a box with a couple of holes in it. You'll see it. <laughs> open it immediately. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> so, oh, so did all y'all have a merry Christmas? Did you guys have a merry Christmas? <laughs> yeah. I, I I would I would say so. So I got a grill for Christmas, guys. It's called a green egg. Have y'all ever heard of that? I saw the no. pictures. You uh, you seem awfully yeah, excited. Yes, man, it's the best grill you can have. It's like I can't believe my wife got it for me because I couldn't think. She, she, I usually kind of figure out what she's going to get me, but I couldn't figure this one out. So she did very well. Then I got a, a picture uh, autograph, Chris Davis and the Iron Bowl for the kick six with him running <laughs> over my man's Oh, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, gotta love that. And uh, I think my dog got more presents than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> he better enjoy it while it lasts. I know, right? It's about we're about four weeks away. Oh, four weeks Uh-oh. away. Good. Uh oh. Yep. No little hellion running around. No. Hopefully he'll lay around for a little while. Get get me adjusted first. <laughs> there was a one year old, my, my nephew, my my grand. Uh, I'm the I'm the godfather actually. I was about to say my grandson. Hell, I'm just forty, but uh, I'm the godfather <laughs> of my sister's nephew, and that, he's one, and like he's already walking and crawling, and I was having a tough time keeping up with him the other day, and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to I need to get in shape. I need Maybe I need to get in shape. Having kids wasn't that great of an idea. No, it better be. Real quick, guys, let's predict these games tonight: Colorado, Oklahoma State. Who do you got, Quinn? I got Colorado. Jonathan, like I'm gonna pick against Colorado, the real national champions of 2016. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to pick Oklahoma State because they don't have any kind of defense. They're losing right now, so I'm picking Colorado. Let's go to t- tomorrow at noon, TCU-Georgia. I think TCU waxes Georgia, guys. What do you all think? Quinn, I'll start with you. Oh, I think TCU wins. Georgia sucks. Uh, Georgia sucks, Jonathan. They're terrible. They're like Florida, but worse. They suck. Georgia in a blowout because these TCU just they ain't got nothing good going on. Kenny Trill. <laughs> Kenny Trill. I think they I think they benched him. Uh, he's playing. Or they'll bench him. They've already benched him a couple times during games this year. They'll they'll find a way to bench him again. <laughs> All right, North Carolina Stanford Quinn. Big game here. McCaffrey sitting out, uh, being a little diva. Who do you like? Who was with McCaffrey sitting out? I, I'll go with North Carolina in a close game because of McCaffrey sitting ding, out. Ding ding. ding, 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 ding. You are correct. 
Jonathan? Uh, I really don't want to root for North Carolina. Um, Go Stanford. You're a Stanford Stanford homer. You've been been pumping them up for years, to me, and I've been shooting them down, haven't I, Quinn? Every time Stanford come up, boom, boom, boom. (laughs) I've been high on Stanford over the years, too. Look, you've been been over to North Carolina? Like, well, yeah, Quinn. Like, I'm not sure if you being high on anybody is good right now. Um, You've been been (laughs) high anyway. (laughs) But, I mean, y'all really think I was going to root for North Carolina after what happened earlier this year? Hell no. No. South Alabama Air Force, Quinn. Air Force. Air Force. Oh, blowout. Blowout. Here's your blowout. Tennessee, Nebraska. We'll say Tennessee by 28. 40. I'm sticking to that. I said that a couple weeks ago. 40. I'm going I don't remember. I deleted it. Nebraska. (laughs) You're insane. Nebraska. They're horrible. 52 to 14. No, 52 to 10. Tennessee rolls. All right. LSU, Louisville, Quinn. Go. I'm liking LSU big. Jonathan? LSU. Well, their coach, well, yeah, I mean, after what happened in September, yeah, but I think LSU's coach will have his team motivated. But Louisville's. I mean, what do they care? Honestly. I mean, we saw a performance against Kentucky. Yeah, I like LSU as well. Um, Kentucky, Georgia Tech, Quinn. I'm going to take Kentucky in the slide upset in this one. Ooh, I'm going to go Kentucky too. You know, I oh. want to pick Kentucky because of one of my favorite professors I've ever had in college is a big Kentucky thing. But Georgia Tech don't beat that ass. Nah, Georgia Tech's just that little rinky-dink wishbone. Nobody cares. All right, hey, guys, I I posted some stats today on listeners across the world. 95.61% of the people are from the United States. 2.01% from the United Kingdom. Oh. 0.6%. 0.67% 0.67% of our listeners are from Austria. Interesting. 1.2, 1.28% from Canada. Canada's not a real country. 0.43% from Norway. Yeah, 0.43% from Norway. 3% from Iraq. Ah. ISIS. ISIS makes up 80% of that 3%. <laughs> I think that's cool. I, I'm, I'm going to go with those are some soldiers. <laughs> Russia, 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 21%. Putin is a listener. Oh, hey, President Putin. Nah, Russia, I'm, I'm joking about the last two. But, no, I mean, you know, you, the things about these countries, I think they all speak English, right? I don't know if I'll imagine, 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 imagine someone in China turning me on. They'd be like, what in the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, the China can't get us anyways. You know, they're, 
their internet embargo thing. So, um, yeah, I could only imagine what somebody in like South Africa would think right now. They'd be like, football? What this football? What is this accent he like, speaks with? Well, a lot yeah, of people in South Africa speak English, so it was fine. Fine, Quinn. I never, I've never been Quinn, and I never will be. I'll pick Donald. I've never been there. I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not going and getting eaten by a snake or a mountain lion. Great white shark. <laughs> Seriously, it's a big problem down there. It's one of the most dangerous places in the world shark. to swim. Great white sharks. So, is that well, they, they got lions too, and tigers, and all that stuff. Bears. Oh my. And bears. Oh my. Don't send Wendy Jonathan, there. did you try that six-piece? Jonathan, did you try that six-piece Cajun wings with the buttermilk dressing? No, I resisted. The urge, okay? I, I fought the temptation. Well, if you're out there listening and you want some, some good wings for the bowls, go to Popeye's. They got the 12, 24, 36 piece going on right now. Man, they're good. The buttermilk dressings, there's nobody out there that can touch it. This is a new product that we that, that's been made out there. So go out and eat those wings and see what you think. Quinn, do you have a Popeye's near you? Well, I'm in Florida right now at my grandma and grandpa's, so I don't exactly oh, know if yeah. there is a Popeye's nearby. Well, what, hey, Quinn. Well, what's your zip hey, buddy. Code? I don't know what Naples zip code is. I you don't ha- live you here. Ha- you're in Naples? You, you're yeah, in Naples, he's Florida? He's 45 minutes south of me. He's got a Popeye's. Yeah, you got one. You got several close, buddy. So just go run around GPS, put in Popeyes, and drive around until you get one. There's one in Naples, sixty-six fifty Collier Collier Boulevard. So <laughs> GPS that, head on in, tell them I sent you, get you a six-piece and some dressing, put some weight on from your pictures. You look like you've lost thirty pounds. <laughs> I've always been skinny. I, I weigh about a buck forty. Good God! Yeah, that'll change in a few years. That'll change, my friend, in a few years. Hopefully not. If I can, if I keep, if I keep myself in shape, hopefully not. What do you get married? <laughs> I graduated. I graduated high school at one fifty-five. I'm one ninety-five right now. So that's. That's a good. That's a good weight, one ninety five. You know, that's, I can go five heavyweight right now. That's what I graduated high school at. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you now, Jonathan? Two seventy five. Hey, 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 easy. Hey, hey, I'm two oh five. Thank you. Easy. You're saying Austin Powers, fat bastard. Is that who you are? No, no, I, that bastard could probably eat me. He would eat you if he could. Oh, well, no, because he got on get, Subway. Get in remember? my belly. Get in my belly. He got on Subway. He lost all that weight, remember? All the loose right. skin. That bastard did. 
You talking yeah. about Jared from Subway? I'm talking about Fat Bastard. No, I'm talking about Fat Bastard. <laughs> Don't you? The last Awesome Powers movie. That's the very end. He lost all the way because he ate Subway. Okay. Well, guys, Jonathan, give me a one minute one minute breakdown of the playoffs right now in the NFL. What are you looking for this Sunday, real quick? Um, interested to see if the everything happens for the Bucks can get in. Probably won't because they need the Forty ers to beat the Seahawks, and they need the Redskins and the Giants to tie. Yeah, they actually need a yeah. tie. <laughs> um, the Giants sounds like you're going to sit some guys. I know the Steelers are sitting guys, so the Browns might actually get their second win. Uh, we're going to see uh, what what happens with the Raiders. If uh, the Raiders lose and the Chiefs win, the Chiefs get the bye. Uh, if the Chief, if the Raiders win or if the Chiefs lose, uh, the Raiders will get the bye. I don't really think it matters. The Patriots and the Raiders uh, and the Steelers, I mean, are probably going to be your uh, AFC uh, championship game. Uh, we're looking at a, a really big game in Detroit with the Packers and the Lions. Uh, Lions when they win the division, Packers when they win the division. Um, so it, you're, we're gonna, you know, if the Packers, if the Lions win, the Redskins are eliminated from the playoffs. The Packers will be the uh, the sixth seed. Um, Atlanta, if they win, they're gonna get the bye, which obviously would be huge for them. And it's and the NFC, it's wide open. I'm not sure who's gonna make it. What I can tell you is that it's probably not gonna be Detroit. Probably not gonna be Atlanta. It's probably not gonna be the Giants. And all honesty, I think it comes down to the uh, the Cowboys and the Packers for the NFC uh, to go to the Super Bowl, which means really it's nothing changed in the NFL. It's just going to be the big name teams again playing for the Super Bowl. And, and that New kind of England, breaks my heart. And New England, New England wins the Super Bowl. Not a surprise. Um, I think the Cowboys can beat them. I think the Packers can beat them, and I think the Steelers can beat them. Um, I think the AFC Championship game is going to be a great matchup as long as it's the Patriots and the Steelers. Uh, I think in the NFC, if we got the, the Packers and Cowboys, we'd get a, a dandy of a game. Um, if we got uh, a Cowboys-Patriots Super Bowl, obviously that'd be fun. No doubt about that. Uh, Cowboys-Steelers would just be like old times. Uh, Packers-Steelers, I think, would be just like 2009. Packers-Patriots, yeah, Patriots would. Well, I'll update you guys on some uh, some Auburn news. I don't know if you've heard, Quinn, but they're looking at uh, another quarterback. Auburn is second one for the class. Although my screen just went blank. Do you know Malik Willis from Roswell, Georgia? Decommitted from Virginia Tech Thursday night, and Auburn is in heavy pursuit of him. And he's also teammates. I'm about to throw this laptop through the window. That's why if I had one here, I would. Do it, but uh, but he's uh, he's uh, teammates with offensive tackle Jordan Tucker. I mean, this guy. Well, I'm saying he's he's a pretty good quarterback, but really, why would you want to come to Auburn right now as a quarterback with Stidham coming in? Yeah. I don't know, but here, here's the deal: he, he's 61 he's 61 percent passer for 2,500 yards with 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions. He rushed for 1,010 touchdowns on 140 carries. So he's a true, true dual-threat quarterback. So it's it's getting time. You know, once we get past these playoffs in the championship, Wade and Sports Talk just gets better and better because we go in to recruiting. And that's something that, that we all love. And we're going to get Will Muschamp on this show before signing day to talk to him and see what Game he's maker. got going on right now. 
Florida State. Yeah, Cam Akers of Florida State. Cam Akers of Florida State is a big. Yeah, he'll he'll be dropped to a four star after since they didn't get bad money. They'll they'll drop him. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm excited now. Um, I mean, Florida State's recruiting class shaped up pretty well. It doesn't hurt when you have three of the top ten running backs in the nation coming in. Uh, That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing either because what's going to happen is one or two of them are going to transfer out, and then you're going to be, you know, you're going to be missing those guys. So I don't like getting three of the top ten of a position like that, especially running back or quarterback. The receiver, lineman, yeah. Defensive lineman, go get it, you know. But when you start talking about running back, you can't give everybody 10 carries and everybody be happy. So well, I'm surprised at Florida State, I'm okay. That. I'm okay with Florida State because it sounds like Cam Makers is more of a Percy Harvin type guy. So we might even be able to put him in the slot, um, just get him on the field. It seems like – I mean, Jimbo loves using two running backs. At the end of the day, he likes two tight ends. He likes two running backs. Um so if we if we can find a way to make what? How dare you? How much did Joe? How dare you? How much did Joe pay him to come? We didn't have to pay Cam Akers anything because Alabama for some reason don't want him, and uh, Ole Miss couldn't couldn't pay him. So we actually had to choose between two institutions that couldn't that actually could not afford to give him money. Well, at least one doesn't because. That's the wrong thing to do. And how dare you ever insinuate Florida State do something like that? What do you think we are, Auburn? <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it, it was funny because, it, you know, Ole Miss is two freezes. We're like Jesus. We're being crucified right now. And you're like, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't, you know, like do bad things. Uh, break the rules. That was terrible, so, him saying that. That was terrible, him saying that. And now what's going to be funny is he's going to get the death penalty. Yeah, I mean, I keep hearing Bowman scholarships being pulled, and that's – ask USC and Miami how much fun that is. Uh, I, Ole Miss is going to go back to being old piss real quick. Fine with me. <laughs> yeah, fine with all y'all. Get some out hey of guys, my face. Guys, we got to wrap it up here. We got we to gotta wrap it up here. I got to go to the store for my wife, so uh... – we will be back Sunday or Saturday night at halftime, or we may do a show or something. But we'll be definitely breaking down Sunday these games, all these games. So y'all get ready. Let's roll. All right. Always ready. All right. All right. See y'all guys. Take care. Good night. Yep. Hi, y'all. Bye.